Welcome to Yale. Welcome to Yale Metric Up. Halloween. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Sure. <laughs> well, we went down under for this one. Down under and in the way back machine to 1985. Yeah, which by the way, the movie came out at 82 in Australia. Oh, but it came out in America. So. Took three years to send this by boat to yeah. America. It's by rowboat. Yeah. Yeah, next of kin. Down under? Next of kin? What? Down under? That's what they call Australia. Oh? Down under. That's what they call Australia. Down under? Down, I was trying to say it in an Australian accent. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the barbie. Ha ha ha. We don't call them shrimps. We call them prawns. All right. This movie is called Next of Kin. The judge by the cover. Mm, it looks like a little... You see a little girl. It looks like if The Shining didn't There's have twins. Cover of it. That's well, I only saw one cover. I know, but oh, that's no, what I judged on. That the, the, I picked it because of the little girl cover. Yeah. And then I saw the other one when I, I worked on the media stuff, and I didn't really like the other one. Oh, double judgment. Maybe it's, there's another movie that called Next of Kin that came out in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a romantic comedy or something. Yeah. And this is the segment where we Google something that you can't see on either the podcast or the video. I guess the body count would be seven. It was six. This one. That's the, that's the other one. Okay. Looks like a hand in a red sky. I don't know. I like that. I would... I would, that would make me want to watch the movie more than the little girl cover. I love little girls in horror movies. Yeah, well, this really wasn't... This was... the one that was talking about. It was a different movie that made the thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guessed no for nudity and sex. I was wrong. I said yes. Hold on. Where are my... Where's my sheen? Sheen. So I said... Oh, wait, but just by, by the cover, I said I love kids in horror movies. Yes. And that's why I picked it. And, and you said that never mind. without I reading it. No, I said it all. Body count? You said five. You said five. It was six. Ooh, right? mm-hmm. It's a tie, because you said one less, I said one more. Oh. I said seven, you said five. It was six. The numbers go five, seven. six, okay, seven. Okay, it's a tie. Yes. Congratulations. First skill? I said four minutes. No, I said 35. I won. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you didn't say, I said yes. I know. Blue candy? I said yes. I said yes, too. Animal death? I said ostrich. Uh, I was wrong, but it was a bird that died. A snail's not an animal, it's an insect. Uh, yeah, okay. The line I said, "Death runs in the family." I said as a joke. Uh, who's the hell? Who the hell is Kim? Now I'm gonna explain that joke. I Those are the best jokes. What? Those are the best jokes. The ones that, that need explaining. 
No, they don't know what happened. I know, so you, so it's even better because it's an inside joke that. No, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be an inside. Do you want to have a fight? Yes. Okay, so I will start telling what happened. So I was, I was, I don't know. I think I wrote it like on the board or something. I made the list and I wrote next of kin because I, I don't know. I didn't know what next of kin is. Yes. The same thing, like I didn't know what rigor mortis is. So kin or kin, even so, Metcore Avenue was like, who's kin? And I was like, uh, I don't know, that's the name of the movie. No, and I was like, no, it should be next of kin. And then I thought that he knows the movie that he read. Like I don't know. I, I was sure that like it's a famous movie or something, and he knew about it. No. So you know that kin is a different person. And it, so when you corrected me, I, I corrected it, but I still thought that kin is a person. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe it's an Asian movie, and the name is Kin. It sounds like a like a foreign name or something, and. And then I was doing the research of something and I just learned that next of kin is the person that's closest to the guy that died. Yeah. So I'm learning so much this month. Um, this movie was not really a typical horror movie. It's more of like a, a, a psychological ghost story. Uh, I thought it was fine. I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was too long and it moved too slow no it was very artistic it was like the, the shots were very like yeah. considered before they took it I, it I mean that's not artistic that's just filmmaking that they considered what shots to make yeah but it's still artistic it's like they, they took it like in the art way and just like action action action, action. Uh, I don't know I, mean, so, I enjoyed it sure that's 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 a, your take I'm not trying to take that and away from you America or American films. I but I think most of my movies this month are not Americans. I didn't know where the next of kin is from. I was just grateful that it wasn't Japanese. <laughs> I'm sick of I reading. Think you do have another, oh, I have a Thai movie. Okay. I'm so all right, let's get through this because this is too many notes. I'm totally not gonna go through the mall. Every Thursday, I'm gonna start tomorrow. I'm gonna like today probably when you guys watch it. But every Thursday, I'm gonna coach two classes in Boston Pole uh, Pole Fitness. So come to my classes. I'm gonna teach you to go very soon to practice. So uh, we're gonna do that quick. I thought that it's English in the first moment because of the seat in the car. No, it's Australia. And I have to say, in the beginning, Linda looks a lot like Sarah Silverman. I don't know about that. Her face looks pretty different. She's a skinny girl with black hair. And um, so it starts off with her all bloodied up, disoriented, outside of a gas station with a voiceover talking about Linda Mae Stevens is being left the entire estate. And we later learn that it's uh, an estate for an old folks home. So she inherited that her mother ran this place. And then, then it's like present tense. She's not all bloody. She's in a roadside diner. Not much is going on. The most exciting thing that's happened in the neighborhood is that there's a new public toilet. Yay. The cook there consoles her, but her mother, Mary, and then uh, Linda and her son, I thought it was her son, enter. Yeah, that's, that, why, you know why you thought that it's her That's son? her nephew. Because you thought that it's her son because he was in the first 
shop. Yeah. Where she all like it looked like she saved him or something. Yeah. So that's why I, I thought that is this is her son like for a moment. Yeah. So apparently it's her nephew and he like lives there. Maybe there's a house in the back. So. There's an old man that she leaves there, and she goes back to the estate, and Mr. Ryan, and uh, she, she helps him with the sheets as there's, there's a big-time storm beginning, and then uh, starts going through her house, starts reading her mom's diary, and uh, goes through some stuff in her, lust, in her lusty, dusty, leaky attic, no I lusty stuff. I hear a cat, and I was like, sleep is that? <laughs> she does hear a cat. Fend enough vampires. Sleepwalkers, leftovers. Yeah. Um, so Connie is, is sort of like the woman who runs the place, and she suddenly appears. And I don't know if that's her, the ghost of her mom at first, but no, it's a regular person. She just surprised Linda. She tries um, talking her out of moving her stuff out right now. It's a nursing home. There's a new arrival, and Linda's a little bit taken aback by that so soon to move into like her mom's old room I think and Connie's like we need the money and then they, we see this old lady and her younger son arrive in the rain in a wheelchair but a tree falls down lightning so he has to take her through there and she's getting soaked and then uh, the son seems to be taking a, a liking to Mary but there's there's the, the old man Larry, Larry? Lars Lance, Lance yeah he's so sweet he reminded me of the Australian Larry David. Okay. He didn't stop talking like in a funny way. Yeah. Was he the guy that was with the sheets? Or is that a different old man? Yes, that's the guy. Okay, so that's Mr. Ryan, Lance Ryan. Lance, yeah. It was so sweet, but it was like, it was like Larry David's in like older times. Yeah. In the future. But it, it was like, he wasn't grumpy, but he was like just complaining in a funny way and didn't stop talking. Yeah. It was like that's Larry David in Australia. Yeah, it was so sweet. I liked him. Yeah, and then he he goes. Uh, well, she after she um, meets the somewhat creepy son of this this new lady, she sees someone watching from outside, and then she goes away. And then Mr. Ryan goes for a swim, and there's a pale old bald man dead in the water. Then the uh, son of and that's kind of a strange thing and he freaks out about that has a stroke and then the son of Lance yeah. and the son of the new lady who owns a van also creepy drives up next to her on the road speeding and smiling and then she keeps going and she goes to this what? can you hear me can you hear me yes my mic wasn't connected I hope you heard me I'm, I'm a very loud person it wasn't connected for the entire time yeah Well, it's okay. You can just boost the levels, I guess. I don't know. What? Of my mic, of it being put up. Can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So the um, she goes downtown. We don't know what town this is. It's in like the middle of nowhere in Australia. And she sees a place called the Cosmopolitan Hotel, which is very different than the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Las Vegas. Which is very fancy. This is like a rundown Motel 6. And she meets Barney. Uh, someone from her past. And a handsome old Aussie flame. And uh, he's walking there because Barney. he lost his license. Barney. Barney. 
and then they go brown water swimming and then gardening. And uh, he mentions something about a head being popped off like a watermelon. And then she runs into the woods and they play a sexy game of hide and seek. She sees a guy watching from the edge of the forest, thinks it's Barney, freaking her out. And then Barney I see you. puts her hands, his hands over her eyes, surprises her behind her. And then the guy is gone. They drive back to the estate. She talks about how she feels unwelcome there. And he says, well, probably because you left years ago and didn't so much as leave a note or make any phone calls. And uh, talk about how... The main thing, she has like weird dreams about a little girl walking in the hallway. Now, in the first moment, I was like, yeah, it's probably her. But then I realized that the little girl has blue eyes and she has brown eyes. Remember that. I don't know if you noticed what's going on. Okay. Also. Does that come up later on? Yes. Okay. That's why I like the movie. There are like many like hidden little things that came up. How does it come up later on? Is it not her? No, it's not her. It's her aunt. And her aunt killed that body like many years ago. That's I why don't she know. was looking at the papers and then she saw that he wasn't killed. It was like in the... It, it doesn't have like a, a killed like thing. She probably kept his body and to freak her out. Let's keep like talking right. about the movie, and I'm gonna explain okay. to you. All right, because I'm I'm somewhat interested to learn. But. Oh yeah, it's, it was a it was a very nice like plot and the idea. I liked it. Wasn't wasn't my cup of tea, but well, we'll keep going. It was fine. It's just not a movie that I would ever want to watch again or no, recommend I'm not to someone. Watch it again. Would you recommend to someone? Hey, check out this Australian movie about yeah. a bunch of dead old people in yeah, a nursing cool. home. I liked it. So, they uh, they go home back there. They talk about how Mr. Collins died in his bath. Lance had a stroke. He's up in the bed with a doctor, and then uh, and there's a cat in the background the entire time. You can keep you hearing can, a cat. You don't cat. see a cat. And like, where the hell the cat is? Yeah, and next scene, bam, she found him. <laughs> well, Barney wants to, her to go to a party. She doesn't really feel like it, and so someone else drives Barney there. And she's hot. I was uh, just thinking that's very nice of her to let her let him go with her. Like nothing. Yeah, Carol comes up in her red convertible. I wouldn't let you go with Carol. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I probably wouldn't want to go to a party anyway. Carol looked like a bitch. And then we finally meet the cat, and he kept hearing, and then he, uh, the cat that. looks very concerned. So this is two uh, movies in a row with good cat acting. Yeah, and the cat is beautiful. Yeah, a big fluffy cat. We didn't have like Persian cats in the... Yeah, it's not a... Yeah, it's a Persian. Yeah, you could tell because he was wearing an Iraqi flag around his neck. And then... Uh, what? Is that not Persia? Iraq? No, it's Iran. Okay, well, they're right next to each other, so... So, the cat That's leaves... Racist, man. The cat leaves her and goes to sit on the covered body as Linda goes through documents. She keeps finding payments out to Dr. R.B. Rita... So that's the Rita, it turns out, is her aunt. It keeps coming up, and the lights go off. She's looking for a flashlight, or as they would call it in Australia, a torch. <laughs> and then she finds a creepy doll. She's looking for the cat, whose name we never really know, but she just kept, kept calling it Puss Puss. Puss Puss, Puss Puss. No, something funny about Puss Puss. Let me teach you something. In Hebrew, uh, Pussy, like vagina, it's Kuss. It's also in Arabic. And then couscous, it's pussy pussy. Now, when she kept calling him puss puss, puss puss, I was thinking about couscous, couscous, and I'm hungry. And another thing, 
I don't know. Like that, that's how you call in America to a cat. Like in Israel, we say like. And the cat will come. Because another interesting thing, when you pick a cat's name, you should make sure that there's I mean, she was saying what we it. say in America too. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Yes, yeah, so, so the... the no, I don't like cats. I'm allergic. And so I've never owned a cat. So. You're going to own one. Right. Nope. You're going to love Thomas. Not uh, but, but it's a, I read like articles about it. It's really interesting. But when you pick uh, a name for a cat... Articles about calling a cat? Yes, about like the name of the cat. Because they, they're very sensitive to the, the letter S, like the, the sound of S. So they would come. That's why, like, you want to name your cat something with an S. It would make him feel more welcome when you call him Thomas. Okay. Thomas Somali. That's so she finds name. Mr. Collins's body, which is uncovered now, just this pale old man looking at her, and then she sees uh, Mrs. Peterson, random old lady there with makeup smeared all over her face, standing and watching, looking confused. She goes back to bed. Barney calls from a phone booth, booty call, booty call booth. Uh, a truck approaches him. It doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. Booty call. It's just a loud noise that... It was funny. What was booty, funny? Booty call. A booty call, I get you. Yeah. And then... Uh, jokes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she goes downstairs and she's looking through medical records she's looking for something she's looking for the cat goes into the office finds the cat there on this old decrepit chair she goes upstairs and the sound she hears the sound of running water in her room and it's the bath and the sink which are completely overflowing all over the floor and she goes to bed has another nightmare of her her youth or her aunt's youth apparently but i'm pretty sure that's her the eyes the eyes lily Okay. And the little girl had like a very it clear could just, blue It could just eye. be a, an oversight from continuity. Because, no. They, well, they, here's they, the thing. They, because at the last, like where, where, when we see her aunt, you can see that, that her eyes are like clear blue and they, they kind of like made it bold that you're going to look at her eyes. Yeah, but and guess what? Maybe, you know what? Scene, the last scene with the little girl that you see, you can see like they, it, they got closer on her eyes and then after that she opens her eyes and it's brown. I'm going to, I'm going to, just take that away from you right now because something that I just realized is that the end credits of the movie it says Linda, age six. Really? Yes. Because also there's a voiceover when she's reading through her mom's diary and uh, where she says that Linda li found a, a yeah. dead body but that's what I'm saying. And so then it happens while she while she's there. Who's wearing... Okay, believe you, but it's... Now it's... Um, now I don't like the movie anymore. Oh, okay. Well, there so, you go. Like, first of all, why would they change the color of the eyes? Because it's... They didn't think that there would be nitpicky podcasters watching this movie Just basic 40 things, years later. colors of the eyes. It's like to take like a... I don't know, a boy I didn't to notice, play her. I, I've never noticed eye colors of a actor or actress... I do. Well, there you go. It's okay. Don't turn it on. We have to go. Uh, <laughs> there is... Uh, yeah. Couscous. My, my guess is was in the middle of it that she has some powers and she creates bad stuff. That's why her mom was fucked up and she's... And like that's why like she calls like the next of kin because she's like in charge of all those like mysterious things that are happening. But no, 
She's not, it's her aunt. Her aunt is fucked up. That's why I was thinking that the little girl with the ball, because the little girl was creepy a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just the context of it being in the strange flashbacks make, makes it appear creepy, but it was a little bit strange. I mean, maybe by design when they... Is it the house that's haunted, or is there just, like, creepy things that have happened there, which makes it feel haunted? And then uh, we eventually learn that throughout the film. You know that I can look on the... Eh, it is your phone. We've already done the looking what? at your phone segment. I don't know. Wherever you put it after you, you put it down. I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, who wants to listen to the sound of you looking things up on your phone? What do you want, to, want them to listen to the sound of the music? The- no, I'm continuing to talk while okay. fast forwarding through this. And uh, so she she's uh, the next it day. the same glasses. After having this weird night. Oh, yeah, it says Australia in the very beginning of the movie, too. That's funny. And a lot of like stars of David. They didn't listen. No, didn't look those are story. just stars. They're not. These are no, stars of David. There's no lines in them. With six things, it's the star of David. Six points. Six points. Six. Okay. Six points. Six, six points. Six. Oh, you see on the left or another one, another star. Yeah. I think they're Jewish. Maybe they're Jewish. Maybe. Are there a lot of Jews in Australia? But you there's plenty also, of desert to wander through. I don't through. think there are many Jewish people in Siri, are there many Jews in Australia? How many Jews are in Australia? Here's what I found. Australian Put it up Jews. to the mic. I'll just send you a link. All right. The uh, After she has the nightmare, in, in Mr. Collins, you see the guy who is drowning, banging on her window. And then she wakes up as Barney is standing over her. There's a hundred thousand. Okay, and then they have sex, and the sex sounds exactly like Linda's nightmares do. Yeah, yeah, no, the, Linda nightmares sound just like sex in general. Sex in general. Yeah, she's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, I have a nightmare. Here, uh, Linda H four, yeah, you're right. That's so weird. Yeah. Why would they do that? Uh oh my god, I can't believe they got the eye colors wrong because they. It doesn't matter. Maybe your eyes... It doesn't matter. I think your eyes might change colors. From blue to brown, no. From yeah, as a kid. something. I don't know. And also not at the age of four. It's when you're a baby. Well, yeah, okay. That's so true. so the next day, all the old folks are getting rounded up to go on to a sightseeing tour with a koala ventriloquist. <laughs> it was so cute. I can't wait to go to Australia and do those things. Oh, oh yeah? Let's see if there's many uh, sightseeing tours featuring koala ventriloquists. No, go go to like a retirement house. Oh, yeah, that's a good... Uh-huh. That's like that's the easiest Airbnb to get. And by the way, this is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite Australian films. Wow. See? I know what I like. Ah, my soulmate. <laughs> so, uh, she, when she sees all the people getting ready to go on the bus. She sees Lance wandering around in the fountain. And he finds a red hat that we later find out was belonging to her mother because she had a matching coat for it. She asks him about Aunt Rita when she died. He says she didn't die. And then another kind of strange red herring. Carol's car drives away and she asks Connie who was driving it and then uh, tells her that someone was in the house. 
and asks her about Aunt Rita, and she's like, oh, I don't know, it was before my time. Then the doctor, who is kind of on call all the time, tells her that Aunt Rita is dead, but refuses to say when for some reason, and then later says that she was sent away to a home, and that's where she died. So, uh, driving back to the house, she pulls up and sees someone wearing her mom's coat in her room, and then goes inside, and there's nobody there. There's nobody in the house except for Connie and her. She finds the coat sitting on top of a diary entry, which is about Connie being concerned and spending her time in bed. This is from her mom. All of her diary entries are from her mom. She reads something that references something that happened 20 years ago. So she goes to look into the archive of diaries that she has and finds out that something very similar to what is happening with her now also happened to her mom. And then one of the stories is about Linda finding the dead body in the bathroom. And that's maybe a memory that she suppressed. And that's when you see her as the little girl finding that out. And then multiple people have been found dead in the bathroom of the place. Then uh, the doctor comes by, Dr. Barton, Barton, to check on Lance. And they learn that he's talking to Connie. And Linda's kind of lurking throughout the house and sort of eavesdropping and spying on them. And we learn that the, the bus filled with old people in the koala ventriloquist has broken down. And so they won't be back for the night. And the doctor says, good. <laughs> and Linda starts going through medical records and overhears Connie and Dr. Barton talking about her. Says she was upset. Perhaps she found out I was lying. That's what the doctor says. <laughs> and she looks out and... Uh, at the dead body, and she sees there's marks on Mr. Collins's neck, and that's when the doctor comes in, and she kind of confronts him about it, and he says, oh, those are the marks from when they moved her, moved him out of the bath, and then she just runs away. She runs through the woods and ends up at the firehouse, the fire brigade bingo hall. There's a meeting going on, and Barney is asleep with a beer in his hand, which I can totally relate to, and she, he... He, she gets her to get Barney to go with her. And again, this always happens in horror movies. Doors. What was that like place that she went to? What it, did they do? Well, it's like basically... No, not at all. They're not drinking beers at an AA meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was like, what the hell are they doing? It's like a meeting. like from a For what? For like a, an organization, like a VFW hall or like an Elks Lodge. These are all people that belong to a club. Maybe Nazis. They're, they're a club, so it's like a social club, but they all have... They have to go through like dues. All right, so, you know, this week we're doing a car wash fundraiser. Everybody tell your people to come out and we'll raise money for it. Come to me. And then we'll just... Fifth. have beers if and... you live in West Hartford or do you know people in West Hartford this is very important tomorrow night at 8pm at the Elbow Room in West Hartford I'm gonna bring my Israeli Wonder Show if you want tickets and discounts let me know so if you're listening I'm to this the you. day it comes out and you live in Connecticut or no people to do come on right. out so if you listen to this the day it comes out yeah if you listen to it October after the 25th, 25th go on my website and see my next shows and then come <laughs> <laughs> So she frantically tries to open the side door, which is clearly barred. And just like in every horror movie, they freak out about opening doors and they forget how doors work. And um, and then they walk through the woods. She's frantically running around outside now. Calm down a bit by the time they get back to the house. 
walking through the woods, the woods with Barney. And she sees the fountain squirting blood as someone that I thought was Connie, but it just it's just a random other person is got their throat slit in the fountain and the blood is circulating through it, which was okay. I'll give you credit. That was artistic. It was a cool scene. Yeah, there are many scenes that you just see like the like there is a one that you see like the statue with a woman without the boobs like broken like this. Yeah, I thought it's creepy and beautiful. Cool. Yeah, I mean, this movie was like certainly that. more creepy than it was like a traditional horror movie. Yeah. Whatever, it was fine. So um, so she, Barney goes in the house to investigate. She waits outside and doesn't wait for that long. Then she goes inside, she finds that the phone is dead, and then the sliding door sort of opens uh, by itself. She goes out in the hallway, and Barney is coming at her in a wheelchair, dead, being pushed towards her. She runs upstairs to Lance, immediately tells him to get out the window, and there's a fire escape there, which is like a big staircase. And then she barricades the door closed as someone is banging on it. And then um, in the room already is the new lady, the lady who we really haven't seen since she got to the place in the beginning. And we turn around, and then the new lady takes off her wig and reveals that it's Aunt Rita. <laughs> that she has very blue eyes. Yeah. And she has bloody hands. And she starts comforting Linda and telling you her, Your mom. You have bloody put- hands too. Yeah, I do. Ma, your mom put me in here. Blah, blah. And then she unlocks the door while hugging her. And then her son, the creepy guy with the van, comes in with a hammer and starts pushing the flat end of the hammer against her chest. Can I say something? Yeah, of course. I don't think it's her son. I think there are two creepy people from like a, a mental institute that escaped. Okay. And he's just well, helping her to get what she deserves, basically. All right. She wants her poverty back. So it's not her cousin then. Because he starts cuddle raping her on the bed oh yeah it was creepy while the aunt linda i mean aunt uh, rita starts looking on very distant in the eyes uh, she fights him off kicks him in the nuts hits him over the head you with go, something girl. sarah silverman and she goes He's to the crazy. bathroom and she sees the dr barton and connie are dead in the tub there all cut up and then uh she's uh, so linda is like got her I, so I didn't count her as a death because Ooh. we don't know if Aunt Linda died from no. this next thing. Who? Aunt Rita. Aunt Rita, sorry. It's okay. She puts you. her eye through the keyhole. That was really cool. And then, uh, as was the case in many horror movies last year when we did the monthly recap, there's a screwdriver in the bathroom and she puts it through the keyhole. It's not a screwdriver. It's the it's a comb with a, the other side is like really sharp. My mom had tons a of that. Comb with yeah, a it's sharp. Yeah, comb, comb, like C O M, like comb, a B, C O M B, comb. Yeah, How but why would there? What is the function of the sharp other end? Because there's like it's for when when you when you uh, color your hair. My mom had like tons of them when I was a kid. So you have like uh, half of it. It's like the comb, and then the other side is just like a very sharp like needle, like a long one. It's for like making. Uh, how do you call it? Like this, like this in the sides of the hair. Parts. Parts like to do yeah. that, and then like if you if you color your hair, it's really helpful. My mom used to color her hair, so she used to use that for that. Yeah. I liked it for doing like two braids. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes, so I, I knew that comb. Like, you've never saw that? That it's popular. It, no, no, it's not popular. In, in, in Israel, it is. All right, so I'll, go I'll get you one. So she stabs through the keyhole and gets Aunt Rita in the eye and then runs out of there. She drives to the gas station. She finds Harry, the little boy, her nephew, alone in there in his pajamas playing pinball. <laughs> and then she goes into the safe, takes out a, a bunch of quarters, puts them on the pinball machine. Uh, there's ballroom dancing playing on the TV. The big red public phone won't work. Uh, she sits down. She must have calmed down. Some time has passed because Harry has now changed into army fatigues and a helmet. That was a, an amazing scene. I really love this scene. Yes, because he starts offering her a whole list of snacks. It just sounded like me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Do you want cornflakes? No. Do you want melawach? Uh, yeah, but only you ask me if I want something to eat, and then I say no, and then Chips. you just ask me five more times, and then I get mad. Chips. Yeah. Do you want bamba? So she is mentally <laughs> fucked up. Like, she doesn't know what the hell's going on. She starts stacking sugar cubes in this giant Very impressive. pyramid. She runs out of sugar cubes when she has one left. And so then Harry gives her another full bowl. She just takes one off to finish it. As soon as she puts it on, a moment passes, and then it all crumbles. And then moments afterwards, the deranged guy with the hammer in the van drives the van through the wall of the convenience store and then uh, smashes it up. The kid has, his, has a gun, of course. Yeah, well, there was a gun already mentioned earlier, and so he yeah. takes the gun and he loads it up the shotgun, and then he's not a bad, he's not a very good shot. He, he shoots the Space Wars video game, and then the gas tank of the van starts leaking. Linda picks up the gun and does the smart thing, which is just walk towards the guy who is still in the driver's seat and just blows his head clean off. We don't see that. It's just like turning into black. Uh, we see the head kind of blow off. No, we see it purple. All right. Well, we know what happened. And then uh, they get out. She uh, takes keys from one of the cars and starts and then the first, driving the first, away. She's taking her time, though. Yeah. I was like, come on, girl. But this because picks the up with the beginning was. the kid was very smart. The kid was like, ah, oh, come on. He, he looked at the, at the leaking, the gas leaking, and the, and the piece of, like, fire, like, the sparks. Yeah. He was like, come on, come on, get out. And she takes her time. Anyway, so they go out, and then, bam, the first scene of the movie, where we started. Yep, with the voiceover. Yeah, and then she drives away, and... Everything Big explosions. explosions. Cool girls don't look at explosions. She did look. She's not cool. She might have looked in the rear view, but I think she was pretty focused on the road. But she was cool. I liked her. The Australian Sarah Silverman. One word to describe the movie. Sarah Silverman. No, I'm kidding. Um, what would be yours? Crikey. Retired. Retired. <laughs> it's retired and host. Retired. Okay. Retired. Yeah. So there you go. That's next of kin. Yes, from eighty-two or eighty-five in America. I think they made a Blu-ray. I saw something. On really? The this is the blue. This is the uh, best Australian the, movie I've seen since Crocodile movie. Dundee too. Uh, how many Australian movies did you watch? I don't think I've ever watched any. Or maybe I did, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Australian. like the Mad Max movies were Australian. Um, Crocodile Dundee. I don't know. Lightning Jack. 
That's it. That's oh, it. I, I have an Australian thing. Oh. Uh, go to my first episode of Where Are You Really From? And listen to me talking with Tom Kelly. He is from Australia. Yeah. Before we started jack- jacking up this feed, you can go back to listen to the Oh, yeah. It's all, other it's podcast all up there. Something. Yeah. If you're on Facebook or on YouTube, just go to Where Are You Really From? By Elgavish. Yes. There's so many episodes. And in November, we're going to go back to that. So. We have seven more days till Halloween. Yes. It's crazy. Seven, one, two, eight, three, eight four, more days five, till Halloween. Six, seven. Because we still have to pick one more movie, right? Yeah, seven days. I think we're gonna do the the three. Because Halloween one. is on Thursday. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah, you can you can call. I know, Stein, and there's one movie that's not on there. Seven. Cool. Thank you for listening, watching, being here with us. Come to my show on uh, October 25th at the Elbow Room, Israeli Wonder. Come to my classes every Thursday in Boston Pole Fitness in Alston, uh, 9 a.m. and then 10 a.m. And come to where else? Where else should they come? I don't know. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. On... Don't follow us home. If you want to come over, just let us know before. That's going to be creepy if you would follow us or don't follow us. And we love you. Thank you for listening. And almost happy Halloween. Peace. Did you just kiss them? Kiss, kiss.